Welcome to the HU Piratship Podcast. What's up, everybody? You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and at www.hupirateship.com where we talk about the pirates. Like and subscribe just to get alerts for all our new content and information. It's year seven and episode number 59, of course. I'm your host, Big Reek, along with Hampton Knight from the HU Pirate Ship. And then this week, we have a special guest. He's been on the show before. Howard University superfan, Bison for Life. What's going on, man? Nothing much, gentlemen. How you guys doing this evening? We all right, man. I'm all right. How about you, Hamp, tonight? What's going on? Oh, man. I'm going to be great, man. You know, I always love to talk about uh, B4L, man. Yep, yep. He's a good Bison. They, they do exist. Do <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, man. So... We're not gonna um we're not gonna spend too much time talking about our last game against ODU. All the pirate fans, you saw what happened there. And we're gonna spend a lot of time talking about the battle for the real HU. So just in more detail in this episode, we'll review the Big South scoreboard, um, discuss the MIAC scoreboard, talk about the rest of the HBCU football world, and then give a preview of the real HU game. So let's go right to the Big South. So Big South actually this week uh, was pretty good. No, no, we're going to go back to ODU real quick. So, half the night, man, I, I watched that game. It made me sad. What were your thoughts on that ADU, ODU um, game? I'm just going to be brief. Um, I do not like playing uh, ODU. I hope we do not play them again. And the reason why is, no, no, no. Honestly, it's because flat out, um, I mean, this is not a rivalry. I mean, it hasn't been competitive since David Legree was a quarterback. Um, there's nothing against our team. They are a FBS program. We are FCS program. Um, I just feel that getting our, like, they beat us down. They beat us down like we was looking in their car. Like, they got a Bugatti, <laughs> and we touched their Bugatti, and they beat us down that way. And I'm going to just be honest. It's just, it was almost soul-crushing. Yeah. Like, just, it wasn't like we just lost to you know, like Norfolk State or Howard or a rival, but this was just something like uh, it's another program, it's another university across the water from us that, you know, we have some sort of commonality with, and they just beat us down. So, honestly, and let me say this too, we, this wasn't a money game for us, so if you any monarch was listening, Hampton don't need, don't take no money from nobody. You know, we got our own bread. We good. It was just a game for the community, you know. So, yeah, you, I mean, we and we lost. And honestly, I hate to see programs get beat down, especially HBCU programs that need these money games. I call them pimp slap games. You know, these, you know, like these are like, like take your money and I'm going to whoop your, you know, for it. You know what I mean? So, the only thing I'm going to just say is I watched it up until the third quarter and I just felt that the team after they were competitive for a while and then they just kind of ran out of gas and, you know, it's just once the floodgates open, it was just bad. So hopefully athletic director stop scheduling ODU schedule something, schedule an opponent that's either out of conference that that's either another HBCU or something like a William and Mary or Richmond, you know, the seven, five, seven saw a beat down. They, like they're not going to come to Hampton because of that. They saw that done. Yeah. I mean, one, just one thing schematically from that game, which was interesting is like, you know, in football, you try to make the other team adjust, you know, and ODU, they were able to just stay in like a standard formation, like the whole game, especially defensively. Like they didn't have to bring a safety in the box or anything like they were able to control the game with their whole front four. So it was just, yeah, it was, it wasn't pretty. So let's, let's, 
it wasn't pretty. And, you know, I noticed that it looked like our run defense was fine until they got to the secondary. And it just wasn't pretty there. Well, then they got to the secondary. And they got to the secondary. And, then, so and, you know, and Duffy only threw for, I think, like, what, 83 yards? Yeah, it so, was. I mean. Maybe wow. they were saving it for Howard. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good way to look at it, right? <laughs> Howard took a bend it over game too. Yeah, we gotta talk about that. That's coming up. We, we, we got some thoughts on that. We'll get uh, yeah. BFL's thoughts on that. So yeah, yeah, man. ODU, we, we're gonna throw that game in the in the trash bin. I'm, they probably didn't even, yeah. didn't even review the tape on that one. I hope not. No, not the team. I, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So some interesting games in the Big South, though. So speaking of money games, beatdown games, every now and then those games are actually competitive. So Duke, I actually went to watch Duke and AT play because it's like 10 minutes away from the house. So that game was close. It was actually tied um in the uh early in the not early, but in the first half, it was tied way past the first quarter. So and uh Duke had to kick a special uh onside kick to get the ball back and then score, and it was over from there. But the thing that I saw from that game was like AT wasn't outmatched completely physically they actually their lines controlled the scrimmage at times their line they had some big hits on duke um they were outrunning duke players so i mean that game was actually competitive but once duke put the pedal down and, and did their thing it wasn't competitive anymore um you know kennesaw state they got blown out by georgia tech and then robert morris they lost to central michigan 45 to nothing charlotte blew out gardner webb so I guess everybody was getting beat down this week. So the only the takeaway I'll take from this from these games is that we were one we the big teams in the Big South were one three and one against other FCS teams. So that will help come playoff time. And there were some good wins too. So uh, that's all for the Big South, man. Let's move over to the MIAC. Bison for life, man. What happened to Howard this week? Well, we got an old fashioned beat down <laughs> um, by the University of Maryland. But hey, it was go go night at um, College Stadium. So oh, word! <laughs> I, I saw that at halftime. Ugh. But like um, what you gentlemen just previously, you just literally echoed all my points. There's no connection. We're just geographically, um, you know, less than 15, ten miles from each other. There's no point in that game. It it it, it helps no one, and I hope it never happens again. It was at least it was in the evening. Last time I went, I was burning up. <laughs> I see no reason to have this game. Um, the students left at halftime like they should have. It was mm. discouraging. It's it can it, it can suck at your soul. Yeah, you got to put it in the rearview mirror because yeah, when when, when the, the the broadcasters start talking about. The alumni went to the school by the third, second quarter. You know it's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, these these games are awful, awful for a whole bunch of reasons. And you know what? And and just to kind of piggyback on what B. Farrell said was the fact of the matter is, I saw the halftime show they had Go Go on at, at at UMD. I mean, honestly, that's not a part of their culture. You know, that's a Howard thing. That's a Morgan State thing. You know. Th- don't piggyback off the culture, you know, just similar to what Hampton did. Hampton did a, a joint halftime show with ODU. It's like, stop it, man. You know, it's like, there's nothing, there's no sort of, I can understand, you know, this is 757, this is the, you know, the 301, you know, but honestly, I just looked at the game, just like, stop trying to, this is this is not a, a, a celebrate, celebrate, celebratory award ceremony. Y'all beat Howard down like what? Uh, what was the score? 62 nothing. 62 nothing. Yeah. Wow. But you know so, how they frame it now is that was a game for the black Maryland alumni as well. Get out. Man, please. Maryland ain't got enough black alumni. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to watch that though? I mean, that's that's just a paycheck. I mean, you know, I, I guess that's part of the business model now. But if you're if, if built into your model is take getting beat down. I mean, I, I just wish there was some other way we could do this instead of having to play these games. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, you know, that's part of the budget. It's a, you know, yeah. you're, you're hunting these games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like I missed the classic that 
I mean, the classes might not have paid that much, but you know, you still would have you would have got some bread. But oh, and they were good recruiting tools. I mean, the the, the, the Hampton good. classics that they played up in North Jersey. I mean, that definitely helped me fill out my my um, application to Hampton. So um, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, the MIAC had a bunch of scores like this, so there's not much there this week. Uh, I, did watch the, I did watch the Delaware State Georgetown game. It went to overtime, and Delaware State just gave up. Why did you give it to Georgetown? Oh, just, they, they got the yips. Uh, they did that thing again. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like, dude, you had the game, and then you just—it's just like to me, it's like when you ever play a PWI, it's like when momentum hits their side, it's just like. We just kind of just like, oh, well, we just ain't going to win. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, oh, my God, we ain't going to win. Oh, uh, fight back, man. Or sometimes if you fight back, don't fight over aggressive. Because sometimes we could be too aggressive, and then they use that aggression against us. Yeah. And I think in Delaware State's case, it was just flat out, you know, oh, poor old us. We going to lose. And they lost. Yeah, we've seen that yeah. way too many times. We've done it. Shoot. So, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. That's a tough week for all our HBCUs, including the rest of the uh, SWAC. They had a bunch of games. There was one interesting game. I don't, you know, a couple. Tennessee State um, lost to Jackson State. Uh, Shador Sanders, he had a pretty good game passing. Uh, let's see. You know, Alcorn State. They beat Northwestern State, right? That's pretty good. They're, they're an FCS team, right? Mm. Um, just, but that's I, any on. thoughts on those SWAT games? I'm going to just talk about Alcorn State. And oh, I'm yeah, just, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm lay, lay the groundwork for that. A lot of people might not know what hap- was happening there. Alcorn, okay. You have been winning for, I think, with seven straight seasons. You, I mean, probably even more than that. And the fact of the matter is you have one athletic trainer, one, and this person decided to leave the program and he didn't have a backup. You know, this is an administrative issue. This is not good from a successful program. You have been repeatedly on national television for a very long time. Since I think the first celebration ball went um, in 2015, and you mean to tell me that you lose an athletic trainer and you ha- are in jeopardy of forfeiting a game in which you have to pay back $300,000 in losses if you do not show up? This is not good. I mean, oh, this breaks my heart. It's like a lot of times, you know, we get uh, blowback from SWAC fans about you always picking on our programs. No, we're just picking on our programs. Because honestly, I feel that we are all brothers and sisters in this. But you cannot be, Hampton ain't been that successful in forever. And you mean to tell me, like, hey, hey, this is my thing. If y'all need the money, y'all can call us. Or you can call Howard. <laughs> we will front you. You cannot have, uh, oh, 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 hold up. Put your pride to the side. Put your pride to the side. If you need the money, we will we, we'll pay for it. And I want the SWAC fans to hear, especially on SWAC fan page in Oneidan. This is not, it's unacceptable. Because it's all about, it's, it's us too. Y'all can talk. Bison for life, any thoughts on that, man? Oh, <laughs> uh, like I said, I don't know about the front money thing. We, you know, it's, we'll talk about that later. But uh, it, it, it's, it's a bad look. And sadly, I mean, you, you brought up something which is, you know, in 2021, you hate to say it, but what happens to one HBCU covers all HBCUs. Yes. Yes. That that is and and part of that is our our fault. Is, exactly. Is how do I say this? You have to put all the building blocks together. You just can't have the front porch looking good. Mm-hmm. And the back porch mm-hmm. is raggedy, and mm-hmm. the roof is falling in. Mm-hmm. That's only going to get you so far. And Preach. I think some schools, and we who shall not be named, <laughs> they kind of limp between classics to get money, and they kind of 
robbing Peter to pay Paul and hope nobody catches it, well, they got caught. Yeah. And the thing of it's, what are they going to straight? Oh, and by the way, we're in a pandemic. You're right. Right. Yes. 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 COVID, COVID, COVID has reduced all slack. There is no slack right now in anything. Like whatever your weakness Preach. is, it will be exposed. Preach. Especially now with social media, with not only parents and students putting you on mm-hmm. blast, but he's mm-hmm. putting you on blast. Preach. And you got to get a hold of that. I mean, we all of it in corporate America. I'm, I'm a retired colonel, and uh, you know, we all. No, you have to get in front of the problem. They're not getting in front of the problem. Mm-hmm. They let the problem get in front of them, and they and they and they're playing defense. And then and then mm-hmm. they get defensive. We say, well, you should. This is a that is a basic thing you gotta have. Yeah, thank you, thank That's you. That's like, you know, you got to have an ambulance at a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't. There's something you can't cut corners on. You will get slammed. And they got rightfully slammed. And outside of the chrome helmets, the the 20-story flag and the reservation, all like that. Mm. Let's go down. That that can be a house of cards. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I did just read that they found some emergency replacements. So they're going to start practicing, I think maybe even today. Oh. So, you know, they, they, oh. they have some temporary fix, but clearly, like you said, it's, the, the foundation is extremely weak um, there. And that's unfortunate um, for Alcorn, man. It's very unfortunate. And, but this is, the, this is the thing. Mississippi has three uh, HBCU D1 schools. You know, Mississippi Valley State, has this is the worst program in the swag. They have updated their stadium. They upgraded Rice Taunton Stadium. The reservation has no, I haven't seen any upgrades in the reservation. So obviously that seems that to be a issue with the administration when it comes to, I don't say campus enhancements or employee uh, payroll. So this is this is bad. Well, you know, since we're, we're going there, I don't, we don't want to spend too much time there, but, you know, yeah. schools need yeah. to take a page and do what Morgan State and the Maryland HBCUs have done, and that's to sue the state and yeah. recover some of the funds, because a lot of these issues are because of uh, desperate funding issues, yeah. long-standing. So North Carolina is yeah. trying to get ahead of that. You look at all HBCUs, there's yeah. all kind of buildings going on, but, you mm-hmm. know, Alcorn State, all these schools in the South, they need to... I know they've thought about this, but really need to go after the states as well to to fund these programs and the schools correctly, um, brother, like, like Morgan State. Brother, brother, we, brother, we, you are sliding into elitist territory. You know they already they already say we act like we're elitist. No, no, like no, but see, I mean, I know people who are in that room with the Morgan State president. And he wasn't playing; like he was ready to throw stuff. Like to 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 bring this lawsuit and it worked. It took a couple of years, you know, a decade or so in the making. About the Tennessee State, it just came out about Tennessee and Tennessee State. How much they owe? Oh, are they get they doing the same thing? No, it's some like five hundred million or something. Oh man, yeah. I mean, I think Maryland HBCU just got like a a couple billion. If I yeah yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's that's the blueprint. Yeah. Um, to help close the gap, you go on Morgan State's campus. It's state man, they got this booming right now. So mm. Morgan State is the rising star of you know. Watch them. Yes, yeah. maybe they can come to the MIAC, but yeah, not nah, a funding situation <laughs> is bad, man. <laughs> it's terrible. If you need, uh, if you need lawyers, all corn. I got some <laughs> for you. I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. Nah, I'm joking. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, they they look like they got it together at least for this week. So yeah, yeah just more. Uh, bad games in the swack as well. So, all right, we can head over to the battle for the real HU and preview that game. So, they're calling that the Truth and Service Classic. It's Saturday, <laughs> September eighteenth at noon. Oh, it's at it's in Washington D.C. at Audi Field, right there on the waterfront. Um, uh, NBC uh, SN Sports Nation is going to televise that game. It'll be a national broadcast. So it's good for me. I ain't going so I can watch it at home. And this is the 96 all-time meeting. That's kind of amazing, guys. I mean, we've been playing for almost a century. Mm, absolutely. 
I think we've been I think we've been playing for over a century. Just there's some times yeah. when you know we were you guys were still in the CIAA and we weren't playing. Yeah. I, yeah. I think we started first playing in like the 1890s. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. 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 Amazing history. So you know, and it goes back so far. I I, I might we me and Hampton and I talked about this on many podcasts in the in the, in the you know a while ago, but at least for me on the Hampton side, it goes way back. So mm-hmm. my my grandmother, she's almost 90, still lucid, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. her family is a Hampton family. I just went to Hampton, just you know, coincidence. But um, she tells me that the Howard hate goes back to the when she was a child. I mean, it, it goes mm-hmm. back long. I mean, they really, really hated each other. And they, she said it really um amplified once Howard got like Thurgood Marshall and mm. when it really started to take off and Howard thought they ran the country. So it, they really, yeah. Yeah. really engendered a lot of hate from, from other HPCU circles. So the hate goes back a long time for, mm. for folks mm-hmm. who are uh, involved in this game. Um, so yeah, mm. it'll be fun to rekindle well, that again. Well, what's funny is, you know, the battle of the real HU, that's a relatively recent term. Oh, boy. Elaborate, Bison for Life. Why? How is that recent? What, what's, what's, what's new there? No, it was a, no, I'm talking about just the name, that that, that title itself. That was, um, when we had the game at RFK, the first iteration. Yeah. I think, I think some marketing person came up with that. I don't think people in the forties were saying. About oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. They, I don't know what they called it, but we, whenever we played, <laughs> I found a um. I, there's a, a old photograph. I should send it to you guys, like Howard. You know, like from like 1903 or something. Like they say, we're going down to play the rabble rousers down at Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, but I that's... think I think I think um, you guys, gentlemen, bring up a good point. Is and we can call it whatever we want. Let's just say Mid-Atlantic or, you know, well, it's not the North-North. But this was a major event mm-hmm. for Black colleges in the Mid-Atlantic, mm-hmm. you know, in Washington, D.C. and Hampton. I mean, this was this is a long-standing, this was a social event. Howard and Hampton and Howard and Lincoln. But Howard and Hampton has that long view. I mean, we literally started in the 19th century plan, and here we are in the 21st century plan. Not many schools of any sort can say that. That's true. Mm. It's, it's impressive. Mm. And, and I'm Absolutely. glad we can preserve that, especially since we go went to the Big South, because I know everybody was worried about whether we can continue to play these games. It made sense, too, but, you know, there was a lot of worry the way we are, left. Are you guys, do you guys like this? classic this new iteration is it are we just shining up a pinto no we gotta play i mean both teams are playing (laughs) both teams are playing like pintos but i mean i think we gotta play (laughs) we gotta play this game gotta play this game yeah we definitely have to play this game i mean because honestly i mean we could not win another game of the year maybe north state but we gotta it's like for us we have to be we have to at least win this game you know, our season, you know, a lot of the alumni don't really care about the Big South, but they care about this game. Right. You know, but B for real, let me ask you this, though. Why? I always felt that this Howard Hampton game, like it is to me, I feel like it's like probably uh, it's almost like a blood rivalry and not like, you know, like what you see at the SEC or the the. Big 12, you know, those like those those type of rivalries. But I've always felt that when, you know, I've met like a Howard person and when we speak it, it's almost like it could get it could turn ugly real quick. And I always wonder why is that? You know, I always wanted to hear it from a Howard perspective. Like I do not get that. Case in point, I've had when I was used to be a stockbroker, I was I had a client who was a he was a Howard alum and I had his account and he had a pretty big account. And I, we were talking about, you know, investment opportunities and options. And then he found when he asked for like, you know, where I went to school, I told him and he literally like had to think about it for 10 minutes about if he wanted to continue the account. And I'm just like, why are you kidding me? And it was like, almost like he was like, 
he was like literally almost wanted to pull out pull out a knife on you. So why do you think this is? Man, it's hard to come back after that. It's so <laughs> <laughs> he was like pissed. I don't get it. I don't get it though. I, I, okay, I, I'm gonna not try to be too long winded on this, but this is my. Yeah. I think there are very few HBCUs that are national universities. Hampton yeah. and Howard are national universities. Yeah. We are international. I know I can say we are an international universe. Mm-hmm. A Hampton person thinks, nah, 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 let me rephrase that. No matter where you go, you're going to be a Howard grad. Yeah. And I think that has something to do with it. I mean, we're not regional schools. Yeah. And I think that plays into, I think we are like, on the one hand, we're mirror images of each other, but we're not mirror images of each other. Yeah. I mean, some of us call you guys little brother. I mean, that ooh, one year, ooh, that's a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> that's raw and all of them. K. Smith, yeah, I'm going to shout him out, but yeah, go ahead. But I, I think that the simple answer is I don't think there's hate. I just think you can call us out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're Howard, but and yeah. you're the only school that if you say but, we can we don't push back as hard. If A and T pushes back, we can push back. Yeah, we can say, yeah. listen, we got law school, we got a medical school, yeah. we got a middle school, we got all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, an excellent point. That's an excellent yeah. point. Yeah. What, yeah. Hampton, what Hampton plus, and this is another thing people don't you know usually talk mm-hmm. about, but I'm gonna say this. Hampton has been steady. Mm-hmm. The only thing about Hampton is this is me from the outside looking in because I don't know all the history. Mm-hmm. You know, when you say Hampton, you can't name figures from the civil rights movement. You know, you yeah. gotta know Hampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can say Stokely, Tony yeah. Boston, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But Hampton, you gotta know Hampton. You know, to say you know, okay. Some people don't know what Hampton has contributed. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The history, but a yeah. lot of people don't. And I think that's part, I think a lot of people know Hampton, but they can't name mm-hmm. 10 alums from Hampton. And, you, and you're absolutely right. Right, but you know, that's also, we also have wondered at Hampton if that's also some of it's by design because, Very you, know, so. like, cause, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's, it's changing a little bit because Hampton uh, HBCUs are in, in favor right now, but Hampton, you didn't always see a lot of like Hampton gear and commercials and TV shows and things like that, like you saw Howard and some of the other HBCUs. So like a lot of times Hampton would, you know, maintains a low profile and doesn't always say what it's doing. You know, yes. it's just kind of you got, but Howard, man, Howard. I'm gonna give a secret away, guys. And it's not a secret. Wow. I'm gonna give a secret away. Go ahead. And I'm gonna preface with a question. Mm-hmm. What helped Howard was out is we have an incredible communication school. Mm-hmm. So we send graduates out to, I mean, once upon a time, half of ESPN that was black went to Howard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Howard yeah. kind of percolated in popular culture. Yeah. You know, yeah. With clothing and vid- music videos, news anchors who went to Howard who may say, hey, I went to Howard, whatever, little things like that. Outside of just the famous alums in certain, you know, entertainment, that sort of thing, we populate in popular culture. We had members in the civil rights movement. Yeah. And then you had the, 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 the immortal figures, the Thurgood Marshalls, Mm-hmm. I mean, Neil Hurston went to Howard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paul Lawrence Dunbar went to Howard. Puff Daddy. Mm-hmm. Well, we, <laughs> he <laughs> visited Howard. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Hampton, if you know business, if yeah. you know certain like journalism, business, yeah. that's yeah. Hampton. Right. But people don't yeah. want to dig that deep because people... Yeah are lazy when it comes to researching that people want things in their face. Absolutely. And I tell people, you know, like I'm a big fan of space and NASA. I just saw that launch a few about an hour ago. Yeah. Hampton has a satellite. Yeah. Yeah. I think Hampton doesn't 
because it's more conservative in nature, I don't think you mm. advertise what you do. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We and don't. the last thing I want to ask, what mm-hmm. cities are Hampton cities? What big okay. black cities are Hampton cities? Okay, you want to answer that, Rick? As far as uh, uh, alumni or students, yeah. or yeah, yeah, just like what's like. Uh, uh, go oh ahead, God. Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> no, I would say. Uh, yeah, I would say, say pick pick PG County. Yeah. PG County, definitely, and, and you see how small it is. It's uh, PG County. Uh, I, if I would say a mega metropolis, probably DC, New York, and Atlanta, and that's it. You're not uh, nothing. No Charlotte. Uh, no, nothing in Florida. No, but I, yeah, about to say Richmond, Richmond too, Richmond too, and that's it, that's it. And I, I mean, and Richmond's a regional metropolis, you know. But I mean, Hampton. See, our biggest issue in Hampton was our graduates never stay in Hampton; they leave, and they all populate three areas: Atlanta, Washington D.C., and New York, and Richmond. That's it, and um they only come back for homecoming whereas in howard they stay in the you know the dmv area or even in the on the east coast where it's still just a a very quick drive to the university uh i would say that for hampton um i would just say from the outside looking at howard you know a lot of i would say the students you know they see kamala you know they see stokely they love the fact that you guys play the uh, lift every voice and sing, you know, at the as a national anthem or at the games, you know, and they see like the fist in the air. We never do nothing like that. A lot of us still put our hands over our, our chest. <laughs> oh, my God. So, you know, those are things that I would say that we love about Howard. You know, you know, I've always liked the fact that y'all put your fist in the air. You know, I love that, you know, so. Um, I, you know, we all have, I would say, a deep respect for it. I think for Hampton, though, when it comes to, you know, things that we do well, you know, and, you know, we really don't talk about the, you know, the Proton Therapy Center, you know, Dr. Harvey talk about it, but, you know, it's not really known outside of Hampton, you know, just like you said, with the five satellites we have, the Center for Atmospheric Sciences, you know, it's a, a really huge program. And then now, you know, with Scripps Howard School of Journalism, I know, like, out of my class alone, because um, I, I graduated uh, from that same program, I would say I think we graduated 50 just from that program. Out of, out of that 50, I know 46 who are still in the business. So one is at the president of, um, of MSNBC. What's her name? Um, uh, Rashida, Rashida Jones. Rashida, yeah, Rashida Jones. Jones. Yeah, she came after me, and she's the president of MSNBC. But these are the quiet things that Hampton does, you know. And I do think it's very conservative in nature. I mean, sometimes we do kind of, you know, we see Howard, and you know, they, they, it's like, man, they flashy over there, you know. Howard is like, Howard is a person leaving the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, they got the froze out there. You know, they're out there yelling with the megaphone. You know, Hampton's kind of like, you know, we're going to be in the office. Well, here's, the, gonna... elf, here's the elephant yeah. in the room. And the people don't put two and two together. Why being in Washington, D.C. puts you on an elevated platform? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. A little more. Let, I mean, let me, we can, let... students can literally march down to the White House. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's and, you know, true. And, and along those lines, I, I tell I think I told you this story half the night about just the difference between the two schools. So it's a, I'll try and make the story quick. So my wife is uh, from the West Coast. She has a, a whole lot of nieces and nephews. So yeah. um, they always every summer prior to COVID, a couple of them come out and hang out with us and we do stuff with them. Well, know where you're going, but go ahead. Yeah, about two or three years ago, before COVID took off, two of her nieces came, and they were both like high school juniors. So she always takes them on uh, college HBCU Mm -hmm. college tours here because there are none on the West Coast. So Mm -hmm. two girls, they took. I didn't go, but she took one. They took. They took a trip to Hampton. It was like Thursday, and they took and they drove up to Howard uh, Friday to get campus tours. So the Ham the Hampton campus tour on Thursday. It was very professional business, 
you know, the student leaders or whoever, just, you know, doing the orientations on time, punctual. But what they talked about was like, when you come to Hampton, this is Hampton. You're going to come, you're going to fit into what we're doing here. We have these rules. If you violate, and they said, if they have these rules, if you violate the rules, you're out. We got out by five. We have all these rules, all these things in place. You have to fit within those things. And if you do, we're good. If not, then this is not going to work out for you. So that was the whole gist of the orientation for Hampton. The next day they drove up to Howard. The 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 orient the, the students were there was no business suits. They were wearing jeans, t-shirts. They were late. Um, but it was like you come to Hampton, this is a world-class city. I mean, you come to Howard, it's a world-class city. You figure out who you want to be. Just come, have fun in DC and soak up the city and figure out who you want to be, what kind of person you want to be. And like ever since that trip, like that kind of crystallized for me, like the difference in approach for the two schools. So like, um, you know, Hampton business on time, punctual Howard is like, hey, yeah. free spirit, more creative, yeah. think about yeah. different things. So that, that kind of yeah. capsulized for me, like man, crystallized I, 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 I the two I schools. I don't like how we came out in that. that, that hey, that's how it was, man. It oh, was. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh. But no, the kids like that, though. Like like no, one of, you're one of them like the Hammond right. approach, one of them like the, the the Howard approach. I like the the Howard approach better actually. And Yo, before uh, before I did the exact same thing with my two nephews. They both play basketball. They now they went to the Howard's uh, gym and then they saw Hampton's gym. And when we were on campus, first thing the the quad on Howard's campus was jumping. You know, it was just like they were looking around like this is amazing. And I'm sitting here just like on Howard's campus, like jealous because I'm just like, we never got this. You know, it just felt alive. And so this is some things about Howard. I'm like, man, I wish we had this. You know, it's just like you, the celebration of almost just like the black spirit. Whereas at Hampton, it's always about, you know, looking good for the white man. You know, oh, oh. And, and I said it. I, no, I'm. Because it was always about, you know, how do you look, you know, when there was yeah. a job interview. And, you know, it's not like, I'm like, I'm secure myself, you know, and this is my gripe that we had about Hampton. But yeah. this is one thing we liked about it. And then when my two nephews went to Howard for the tour, they were just like, you know what, we love Howard. Howard how was clear and far above what they wanted to pursue. And then, and then they're both basketball players. They saw the Convocation Center. They saw Hampton practice. They still want to go to Howard because it was live on campus. So I got to give y'all kudos when it comes to how how the culture is represented represented on campus. Whereas Hampton is always about you know you know put your best foot forward, put your nice shoes out there, and then, you know that's just not us. Some people like that. You know, for some people that is yeah. the draw. That is the draw. Yeah. When I first, when I graduated from Howard, I was, um, I had to go Sorry. to Port Eustis. Sorry. Sorry. I had to go to Port Eustis. And I was doing things at Hampton and Howard. And I got a very uh, a respect for Hampton, a deep respect for Hampton. And they used to have a Legion Hall. And they used to have parties there. And I'm going to stop there. But um, <laughs> I'm going to say this, and this is yeah. a very bad analogy. It's a yeah. very bad analogy, but hear me out. Remember when, you know, you, you fellas would say, man, I went to this club. I went, man, it, it was all that. And it was just blah, blah, blah. And it was like five women and every guy. And then you go, there's nobody there. It's, you know, it's whatever. You know, it's not what you think it is. I don't, I don't view a school, and that was probably, I should have, I kind of deviated. I don't judge a school by how much, fun you can have you know that can be deceptive mm -hmm. because Howard it's in a city we don't have parties on campus they had one when I was there and I finished in the 80s mm -hmm. but the hard thing is the lure of Washington DC mm -hmm. it's just a lot to do but Howard has a activist tradition yes I mean we will sit in we will protest we will force you to resign. I mean, literally, that's how Chadwick Bozeman got elevated on campus. Mm. He broke up a convocation because of the, the fine arts building, you know, the fine arts program being yanked. 
And who who interviewed him for the campus newspaper? Tanahashi Coates. Ah, yeah. And it's literally yeah. I can you know there's a I mean there's a copy of it floating around. I think everybody Howard is not for everyone. And I tell when I was a a, 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 a alumni officer, I would tell parents, you know, if you're used to being that that smart black kid in a white school. But being, you know, used to being that one person, you're gonna get lost at Howard. Because you have a lot of top um, 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 achievers in school. So that's not the thing. The thing with Howard is I always view Howard as a place where this is how I learned to swim. I was just thrown in the water and I just bounced to the surface. Some people don't make it. It's a big city, it's dirty, it's loud. The the the, the administration can lose paperwork. Some of the things yeah. are archaic. I mean, mm-hmm. it's 10, 20 years behind. Sometimes the students are like the third option. But if it works, it works. Yeah. But if it doesn't, it, it can end badly. And a lot of people leave and it's over and it's expensive. Yeah. You know, you don't want to find try to find yourself and then if it doesn't work, you're fifty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. a problem we have now. Yeah. But I think. What, what, Howard and Hampton is we're almost married to each other. Uh, yeah. Maybe in a good way, maybe in a bad way. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, literally, I can't, when I say, like, some schools have two or three rivals. Yeah. And once upon a time, I thought A&T was our rival. No, Hampton is our rival. Let me ask you this, though. I've seen, like, I've seen some really ugly argue, um, ugly comments from Howard folks saying, well, y'all really ain't our rival. Morehouse is our rival. What do you say when they say that? Are they young? Yeah, but to say they don't even... <laughs> that, that is very true. <laughs> right. That would even make sense. <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. But here's the thing. Let me ask you this. When you guys were there, yeah. Yeah. this is a telling thing. Yeah. Whose homecoming did you go to outside of Hamptons when you were students? Man, I was broke, uh, so I ain't go to nobody's. You, boys you know what? The car and you went to the homecoming. Norfolk State. You know what? Well, Norfolk State. And it, yeah, Norfolk State. And let me be honest. It's like, I think for us, like, yeah, a lot of us did. Like, I would say it, it was broken down regionally. Like, Hampton, you know, just like Howard, has students that come from, you know, all four regions. Um, the I would say the New York, New Jersey, Philly, D.C. students went to Howard's homecoming outside of it. The folks that were from, you know, like VA, North, North Carolina, South, Southern would either go to A&T, Norfolk, or any place down South. Midwestern, just they just went wherever they could go. Same with West Coast. So it was always, you know, you know, basically a regional thing based upon the students that were there. Well, yeah, you, know, that's, that. you know, that's changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 No, that's that true. Was, that, that was our era. So I guess this era is like, you know, you know, I'm sure they probably do. Because Howard gets everybody, you know, it's like when Drake was there. I was just like, Lord, have mercy. So, so the last yeah. homecoming, Kanye West, it is, they did a Sunday service on campus. I heard yes, that. I saw that. Yes. We need never get that. I mean, I think the best we ever got was who? Was a little, what's that little boy, little baby, whoever that little boy is? I don't a, know that stuff. A, a little guy. We got a little yeah. guy. One of those little Any, guys. Anytime I hear little, I think, you know, millennials. <laughs> One thing I've always was curious about why, I know Norfolk does a little bit, but I'm surprised Hampton hasn't really reached out to the military community. I mean, if I was like a young soldier or sailor, if I was in my 20s, man, Hampton would be like, a, I'd be there like a magnet. Oh, they are, but oh, but oh, the, no, the campus, do. the they campus, do. the campus is closed. That's what makes it a little yeah. bit different. But yeah. I remember, like it was on a, a when we were when I was there Friday Saturday night. Yeah. On what's the Long Street? What well, used to be called Queen Street. Yeah, um, after uh, night, it was full of uh, all the equivalent yeah. of char- Dodge Chargers and all those cars. Yeah, it was yeah, the, yeah. It was the military yeah. dudes picking up all the girls. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> they, was. They come get the girls, but I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't know how much it was know. really it was really bad. Like we did lose a lot of our our freshman girls to those Navy guys. And uh, 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 but, yeah, I think Harvey found out about that and he quit it. But uh, 
But, well, but I think Hampton's in a good space. I mean, I know, you know, yeah. we're talking about Howard Hampton game, but yeah, one, I think one, the focus back on the game, I think that game's going to have a, I think it's going to be near a sellout. Yes. Um, the thing I'm worried, there's some issues, yeah. things going on in D.C. They haven't rallied. That worries me. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize there's no parking. At yeah. Our- yeah. So that's going to get ugly. Um, well, uh, yeah, let's pivot, pivot yeah. to the game. Like, I, I actually yeah. think, you know, let's talk about Howard real quick about their yeah. their team. So they're 0-2. Um, they lost to Richmond Spiders 38-14, and they lost to Maryland, as we mentioned, mentioned earlier, 62 to nothing. So they're hungry, but I don't think either one of those games really gave you an idea yeah. of what they had. Maybe Richmond, because they're also FCS school. Um, us, on the other hand, we, well, you know, we uh, beat Virginia State. That was closer than when it should have been. ODU was a not a, was a non contest. So, I think you know, for me, normally we can prognosticate these games. I think this is a toss up. I think yeah. t- talent wise, we may have more talent. I mean, just our quarterback alone is a former Texas Tech guy who's shown some flashes. Um, and Jada Kiss is good. Our running backs are good. I mean, we got talent, but you know, our lines are so. Uh, uh, underperforming, man. That mm-hmm. you know, mat- and nothing else matters if your lines aren't performing well. And I think we've got some issues there. That if I'm Howard, I'm running the ball. I'm, I'm going to run it until you can't. And then if you get a little success there, our secondary has been kind of spotty. They're still trying to figure things out. Then hopefully you can get some one on ones and do something. I think offensively we should be able to move the ball. Should, but our defense is not good. So I think Howard, yeah. if y'all have any semblance of an offense, this will be a good game. Well, that's the that's the point. We don't have a semblance of an offense. We Damn. Don't. So what do y'all have, man? What's your team? We what's what's great, going on? We have a great tight end. Okay. Um, uh, we have a quarterback who's TBD. Um, we have no special teams. Our special teams is horrendous. I mean, I wouldn't even – I would just go for it on fourth down every time it, it, it's that bad. <laughs> um, our receivers – one thing I like is they're in shape, but they're smallish. Mm. You know how you know the old stereotype of HBCU linemen, you know, big bellies, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're kind of moving away from that. But yeah, we're still undersized. And – yeah. Two, you know, I mean, that's a bad comparison, but the two teams just moved us around like, you know, their quarterbacks could literally do homework in the, you know, in the pocket. They they, they weren't touched. Um, I do like our linebackers. I think, you know, I think they can do some damage. Um, but I think our quarterback, Whit Williams' skill set, I just think if you guys put pressure on him, he's going to throw a lot of balls away. And he has a habit of just – you know, chucking and running sometime before it's kind of seen what the field is like in front of it. Um, so if that happens, I think it's going to be a long, a long day for us. Um, I personally think, I think Hampton, because you guys were together more, even though, you know, uh, uh, we have players in this team, this is like the third staff in four or five years. Um, I just think you guys have more talent than we do. Outside of maybe three positions, yeah. Um, I, I think our, our tight end is going to do damage to me, guys. If we, I'm going to tell you this: he's going to score once. I'm going to mm. tell you that right now. Okay. You're going to you're going to have that. So you go run, tell him that after we hang go. <laughs> <laughs> but we we need an entertaining game. But sometimes these things don't turn out that way. It can be. I think it's yeah. going to be sloppy score. I think it's going to be sloppy. In the early late teens, yeah. early twenties, I don't I don't see a thirty something by either team. I just don't see that. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. You know what though? I mean, to be honest, it's like just watching our teams the previous two games. It's similar to what you said. It's just like we do not know what we're getting either. It's like uh, we just watched our first game was against uh, Virginia Union and. You know, Virginia Union wanted that wanted that game against us, and they gave us all we got, and we barely kind of made it out alive. 
And then we, you know, we had to blow out against Old Dominion. So it's like, we know, it's like this, we, we know Howard's going to give us our best, but our holes on defense is what scares me the most, you know? Yep. It's like DeAndre Falk is, you know, leads the team in tackles with 13. Then, you know, then you start looking at the next, the list of people who are leading the list of tackles. It's DBs. It's Jaron Rainey. It's Keyshawn Moore. It's Caleb Brown, Ali Shockley. All of these guys are DBs. You know, so that means they're getting past the line of scrimmage, you know, and this is what scares me the most. And then, you know, our pass defense, you know, there's just no co- cohesion. So, you know, that scares me the most. The only thing well, I mean, that I think – Is it hard right. – is it can we even use our first two games as a barometer on anything? After a while, it just became, you know, you just want to survive. I think you Virginia Union, you can at least for us because yes. that's a, that's the Division yes. Two school. Yes. So, you know, yes. um, some of the things that they were able to do was a little bit frightening. Um, yeah. they, they, you know, they shouldn't be been able to move us out the way that they were. Yeah, um, their offensive they, line shouldn't have been able to. Um, at times dominate uh, yes. the defensive line. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how you coach that up. Maybe you can, maybe yeah. um, guys were just sluggish because of the layoff, but Virginia Union had the same layoff. Yeah, so, they sure did. Yeah. And, it, and then this is the wild part. They had the same layoff, and but we were, we had most of our players on campus the whole time during the layoff. So, you know, it was just, it kind of felt like no excuses, you know? And so, you know, I know this is the third game, but it's just like, man, it's just like we've seen this before. And yeah, yeah. I think what, what the, the best part, the best, the deepest unit on the team are the wide receivers. <laughs> so yeah. if if Duffy can get time and guys hold on to the ball, because we even had some drops against ODU, that'll that'll make the game interesting. Yeah. That that that's that's that could be the whole difference if if he can get yeah. time. Yeah, if Jadakiss get like because Jadakiss, you know, he did get a, uh, a touchdown. He got he has had a touchdown every game. If he can get loose, just yeah. like he did in 2019 with Francois, you know, that would be nice. Yeah. And you know, then you know, then we got the little two pups, you know, with uh Burris and um Butts, and you know, those two guys right there, man. So I do think that if we could set the tone on offense, I think we'll be good, um, you know. But I'm just nervous about the defense, you know. I do hope that we get a good crowd there because I do know that that Hampton Howard crowd, you know, it's a quiet crowd, you know. It's like it's like those HBCU games where it'll be like a, a, a big play would happen and you kind of hear the noise. like It's like a, a slow crescendo. And then when the play is over, everybody, what happened? What happened? Right. Oh, man. Everybody was like, you know, was talking to their friends. And they said, what happened? Well, so, you, know, you know, to be fair, right, if you're at a, yeah. a Hampton-Howard game, would you rather be looking at the field or the concourse? <laughs> you know what? When I watched the Virginia Union game, I had flashbacks when I heard the announcer say, move the chain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I had a it's flashback. Like, but look at this, gentlemen. This is yeah. – I told people this, and, you know, I, I think we're going to win two games this year, mm-hmm. if that. Yeah. If we win Saturday, we have Marvin Morris and Sacred Heart and Morgan. Yeah, I think yeah, Mike can win one of those games. Hey, you know which game y'all will win? Your last game of the year. You know what? The <laughs> the bishop. Oh, in, um, the high Bishop school. Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. HBCUs, man. Yep. Yeah, yo, yeah. Yo, yo, why did they schedule that game in November? <laughs> You gonna have like two people you want, you in that stadium. You yeah, want the truth? Yeah, man. You want the yeah. truth is yes. because um, they waited to the last minute and they couldn't find anybody. Uh, okay. A quick question: Are you guys having homecoming? Because ours got, basically got cut back. We'll be playing the game. Not. I mean, we're playing. The, yeah, <laughs> I think one thing happened to say face will not have uh, okay, homecoming. So what I'm saying is, then this game might be our homecoming. I told people this. I said, yeah. if our homecoming get cut out, cut out. 
to any degree, the Hampton game is going to be like the facto homecoming yeah. showout game. That's just yeah, it'll, it'll be for us too, then. Yeah, us too, because we're playing Kennesaw State, they're going to us. Oh man, so yeah, so well, I mean, yeah, I, I think. Well, who, who, what's the players I should watch out for so I can go back and tell uh, Coach Scott um, tomorrow? Oh, Jada Kiss Boss. Jada he already Bonds. know about him. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, two, the two running backs, Burris uh, and Butts. Yeah. Yep. And then like, oh, the uh, the wide receiver number four. He's kind of yeah, rounded Gr- into shape. Grimsley. Yeah, Grimsley and Keyron Catlett. Oh yeah, number two. No, I tell yeah, all Catlett all the wide receivers are legit. They're all, all good. yeah. They're all wide good. receivers are legit. The running backs are good. Will Robinson is good too. You know. Yeah. Um, Defense, I'd just say 52. 52, he, he a baller. What's the other uh, guy, too? 15, the new guy. Oh, Keyshawn Moore. Oh, that. Yeah, ooh, yeah he's, he's a monster. He's, yeah, he's how's a monster. monster. How's y'all special teams? They ain't special. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, it's not. And you know what? And this is the wild part. I can tell the coach really is trying to put his best into the special teams because he's recruited uh, two, two slow snappers. He's recruited a specialist kicker. Uh, a specialist punter and a, a place kicker, and we still be missing kicks, man. <laughs> so, you know, it's just it's not the typical HBCU kicker. He like he's like what six two, like two hundred eighty pounds. You know, he he could double as a D tackle. You know, what I mean, it, it's a they really got some guys that really do this kicking stuff, and it's just right now it's just not working. That's all. How's Burris running back? He's good. Yeah, he, we, we know we, we stole him from we North Carolina. Yeah. I don't know what we did to get that kid. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, have yeah he's, he's good. He's I'm, good. Getting worried. I'm getting worried right now. I'm getting, I'm getting worried. Yeah, only thing, but y'all, if, you, if your offense has anything, and if it's based on what we've seen, y'all will move the ball. But we should be able to, too. Right? We yes. should be able to move the ball. Yeah, we can move the ball. But one thing but... we haven't talked about, and we have been horrible with this the first two games, is the penalties. Nah, we ain't been that well. We've had them at we the have, wrong time. Yeah. It's like our teams ain't really talking. Like, we ain't a chirping team. But we, uh, you know, can't, you know, can't uh, line up right type of team. Yeah. You know, mess. Yeah. But but it's, it's, it's this is the most discipline we've had, and I would say, in the past 40 seasons, you know, since we've been watching. So... I just the only thing I don't like. I don't care for the name of the. You know, it is what it is. You know, the, the truth of service. <laughs> sounds like uh, after the game, everybody's gonna go pick up trash or something. But <laughs> <laughs> why can't they do something like how you know how the classics used to be like the Barry and Barry classic or something or you know it was like like the Whitney Young classic or something. You know, I think I think know. this is done by the city. And Allie Fields looking for tenants. I hate this uh, time of year. Mm, I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. think this game will work better like early October. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do yeah. like the venue though. I think it works. It works literally. If you coming from Hampton, you can just drive up and you know park in a metro and take the subway. So it's not difficult. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. yeah. So we'll see, man. Yeah. Yep, yeah, it should, it'll be it should be a fun time. Good luck to y'all braving it. I'm 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 afraid to be around all them people at this point. Yeah, in time. Mm-hmm. I mean now y'all got me scared, man. You should be I'm scared, scared, man. Of course I'm scared, man. But oh man, but hey, you, you know, know hey, hey, you gonna be in that? You gonna be in that? You in a suite, right? No, I I gave it. I I, I traded. I traded those tickets. So my brother. Let me tell you this. I've been to yeah. the field. There are not a lot of bathrooms. Oh, okay. Just be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, it should be a, a fun time. This is exactly yes. what we were hoping for when the team yeah. left for the Big South. So, yeah, you know, Hampton fans show up, Howard fans show up, and we'll have yeah. a good time. And uh, thanks, Bison for Life, for coming on. And uh, hopefully, y'all 3 0 after this game. No, 0 3. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> you know, man, uh, I, I know this. I know this ran long, but I've been a long time fan. 
um, uh-huh. as it's going to pick up, and um, you, 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 you know, you stuck out for six years, seven years. You have a wonderful product. You know, I mean, all kidding aside, we're all in the same gang, as they used to say way back when. Yep. So good luck, sure. good luck sure. on Saturday. You know, get into the game. But after that, yes, sir. You know, it's all about how. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, it's all good, man. It's yep. all good. Go Pirates. Go Pirates. Great. Great. All right, take care.